Um, some of you go, I have a dumb phone. But I, if you have a smartphone, uh, if you go down, if you have version Bible, it's a free app on your phone. If you get a version app on your phone and go to the bottom right down to events or whatever, the little corner, you press more. And it'll it'll come up events. Maybe that's what it, it comes up events. And then you'll you will see True Life Church there. You touch on that. And all of the notes for today's message are on that app. And so they're, they're going to be on now from now. We're you know, we're trying to make you'll see what's behind me. But you'll also have that and the scripture reference in the order that I give them will be on that app. And so, you know, that we're, we're just trying to help you. As you know, you can go online. You can download messages. Those are free as well. We are here to, to bless you, and I mean, God's just doing some great, great stuff. Uh, because of your generosity, we're, you know, we're looking at, uh, we're meeting hopefully this week with a team that are going to revamp our whole kids area and begin to get that started that's going to be just off the chart. Uh, it's going to end up being the Max Theater back there, and it's going to be amazing. So I don't know how all that's going to happen yet, but good things are happening, and, and we're excited about that. Uh, you see the billboard is up uh, for the second month. Uh, we're about to go on the radio as well, and we're looking at radio stations to be able to do that. There is some station that wants to cover the messages, so those are we may do that. Those may be online as well, or on the radio as well. So anyway, things are good. Things are happening. Aren't you glad God is, is God, and we are not? <laughs> All right, amen. Well, we've been talking about the laws of the kingdom. We are in actually week eight of this, and today we're going to start the laws of operation. All kinds of testimonies are coming in. All kinds of things are happening where people are saying, you know what, Pastor, I'm doing what you've taught us, and and I got a new job, I got a raise, I got this, I got this item, I I believe God for this, this happened, I found this. All of those different things are are going on because, and so just so you know, this isn't me, this is just kingdom. This is just God's kingdom. And uh, so we're going to talk about the laws of operation I probably won't get there seven points today. You'll get all the notes if you go to on your version app. We'll get through half of them maybe, and we'll finish it up next week. But um, God is just amazing. So here we go. Are you ready? Turn to your neighbor, give him a high five, and say, let's do it. All right. You know, one of the, the famous things that Jesus said on the cross is, it is finished. And I'm going to bring that to your attention because it is really good for us to understand if he said it's finished, how many would believe that God doesn't just say something willy-nilly? He's got, if he says it, he's, he means it, and that's exactly what he means. So if it's finished, in other words, all that he came to do, the work that he came to do, is done. Turn to your neighbor and say amen to that. It's done. He, he's not going back to the cross again. He's not, uh, he's not going to pay for that again. It's already been paid. So when he said it's finished, he meant it. So that means if we belong to Christ, if we are his disciples, we are his children then the issues that we have, the things that you and I face, if we submit them to the kingship and the lordship of Christ, help me somebody, then it is finished. The problem that we have is when we look at those kind of things, we don't determine that in our own mind, we go on our own system that we were raised in, and that is the gap that we've been talking about. We go with how our experiences are, what we've known to be true. And I'm not doing anything crazy. I'm just telling you what the kingdom and how it it operates. So if we have issues and we've given them to the Lord and according to God, they are finished. Then he's already made a way. In other words, he's already provided the answer. I'm going to say it one more time. Whatever you're dealing with, God already has provided the answer. It's already there. So our job is to uncover those secrets in the kingdom. You know that, that God has got things for you 
hidden from you for you. Now listen to how I said that. There are things that he has, answers that you need, they're for you, and, and he's about to show you where they're at. And the reason they're not where they're at where everybody can see them because they're not everybody's answer. And secondly, so the enemy can't steal what is rightfully yours. You have the authority. And again, people are always saying, I'm waiting on God. Can I tell you this morning, church, God is waiting on you. And, and what we're understanding, and if we understand this, he has given us the authority. He wants a lot of things for you. God is, I've got, his will is this. But he has given us the authority to walk that out. So it is literally up to us to say, okay, I'm going to walk in the line that God says. I'm going to do what God says because that's how I'm going to get the things in the kingdom that I need to get his glory for him to get his kingdom here. How many understands faith is just this? It is uh, God's will being revealed here on earth. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven so what he is telling us is for this for his will to be we have to use the authority given to us by the king so we've been talking about those operation laws and so we're going to start really to jump into those a little more today but the need that you have has already been met how many knows jesus isn't going back to the cross again it's already been done he's not doing that it was perfect when he did it he did everything then so we don't have any business. Now hear me, and I mean this with all respect. We don't have any business begging God for things that we already have. But the problem is, in our mind, we don't have them because we don't see them. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things. Are you with me today? Turn to your neighbor, pinch them, make sure they're awake. It's early. First service. All right. Somebody's like, you don't pinch me. What's the matter with you? God, the Bible says God has already given you all things that pertain to life and godliness. All things. If you look that up, you have what? All things. And that's exactly what it means. There's the definition of all things is all things. So if you already have all things, I don't have to go to God and ask him. I just have to say, okay, God, here's what is going on. What do I need to do? How am I? What's the answer to this? What can I? Are you with me? So we, we've got to understand that we, God, this is, this is an incredible thing. If I, um, if I already have it, then I don't have to beg him for it. My kids, if we go into a drive-thru, they don't have to beg me for it. Hey, Dad, 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 oh, please get me a burger. Will you pay for a burger? Well, they already know if we went through the drive-thru, Daddy's got it. Now the question is, how many burgers do they want? That could be the question. You know, my son, Zach... We went through the drive-thru, and, and I'm like, Zach, because he's like, he has to have the Baconator, and I'm, I, have you ever had one? They're good. And I'm like, yeah, just get, you could get like four Junior Bacon Cheeseburgers for the price of that puppy. He goes, have you tasted Junior Bacon Cheeseburgers compared to the, I'm like, all right, I get it, because <laughs> he's just, all right, so we, we, if we have all things, so the laws of operation have been we're talking about those things that we're saying, God, just to operate or to function correctly, to do the things that people go, how'd that happen? Right, how did that happen? How did that show up at your house? Because of these laws of operation. People ask me different questions all the time. How did that happen? What did you do to do that? Where, what? How did that, I mean, we had somebody that just told, what I'm teaching you, just practice that and put it into motion and sowed and believed God, Lord, I need a pet. 
Now, I know there's a movie out called The Life of Pets, but uh, they needed a pet. And so they believe God sowed $4. Now, listen to me. Not trying to buy God. We talked about faith and the release of faith. We talked about that. We talked about just releasing and receiving according to Mark 11, 23 and 24. And within just the next day. Now, this particular person's son was not a believer. And the next day, somebody walked up to them and said, so-and-so's leaving. They need to find a home for their pet. Wanted to know if you wanted it. And the boy looked at his mother and said, how did that just happen? Laws of the kingdom, laws of operation. It's amazing when we understand and we release our faith and we receive. I've heard about laws of the kingdom or I've seen them operate in other people's lives. But if you're like me, I'd be like, I need that to operate mine. I don't want to keep seeing it. I mean, I'm happy for them, but Lord, I don't want to be like Fred Flintstone running around that same window while Dino's chasing me the whole time. I I want something to happen. So I want those to happen in my life. It, you've heard this. How many know you can hear things, and, but it has to be a revelation to you? I can tell my kids, I need you to clean your room. I need you to do this. And my kids have, one of them particularly has two words they say to me all the time. I know. I know. I need you to, I know. They'll even stop me. I know. I know. Now, mine, when I used to tell my mom was, because why? Those are my two words. My mom was always, hers were three, because I said so, you know, that kind of thing. But anyway, if we could hear things and it finally would click, it would be a revelation and we'd finally understand and we would do something and it would work. Do you ever wonder, like, I got to remember how I did that. I want to remember how I did that. When it's an emergency, when you're facing life and death, when there's stuff that you got to deal with and you got to deal with it now. You want to know, Lord, I need an answer now. How do, I, how do I tap into your kingdom now? How did Peter you know, know to go get the fish and look for the coin in its mouth? And that's an easy answer. Jesus told him. Why was it the first fish? We've talked about that. Why wasn't it the hundredth fish or the tenth fish? Why was it that? I mean, so we've, we've revealed all those things, and we understand that to some extent. Uh, you know, but we have to connect the dots today. We've got to start connecting this so that it can actually work. And so... Listen to me here. Whatever you embrace is what you live with. Whatever you embrace is what you live with. In other words, you deserve what you tolerate. If you don't like your situation, you have to change it. Some things are just small changes. Okay? Some things don't, uh, don't take a whole lot. I'm a guy. I operate different than, than my wife. My wife, is, she's little. She's petite. I'm not really little or petite. But I would go to the ice back in the day. How many remember when you couldn't go to your refrigerator and stick your cup in it? No, no, no. You had those metal ice trays that you see all the kids are like, why are you doing that? But they were just you had to pull them and it broke the ice and you'd shake it out. And of course, if your fingers were wet, they'd stick to the aluminum tray. And then you're like, yeah. Or then you get those wonderful plastic ones that you just kind of break and you run water over and break. Then there came the time of the automatic ice maker. And we finally, we got a refrigerator. We sold her 1976 Cougar to get our first refrigerator. And we were proud of that thing. Put an automatic ice maker in it. Wasn't the kind that dispensed in the door. If they had that, we, yeah, I don't even know if they had that then. If you did, you, we probably thought you were like, you know, really wealthy to do that. So we... But I would go in and I would grab ice out of the maker and we could, 
you could be in the living room and you'd hear the thing dump ice and we'd look at each other and smile and go another harvest <laughs> we really would i mean you know i'm serious sometimes you just need that don't you i mean you're like yeah that's right we are harvesting ice Mm-mm. So we went over, and I would grab my ice out of the refrigerator, out of the freezer, and I would get as much as I could get in my hand, and I would always drop two or three cubes. And I'd try to shove them in the glass, and then I'd pick up the ones on the floor, and I thought I found all of them. The next day, or later that day, I would find the one that melted with my sock. You know, you know. And so my wife watched me one time, and she said, you know what? You could really change that if you just didn't try to get 75 cubes in your hand. Why don't you just take one or two cubes at a time? I know this is going to sound really stupid, but it was like, oh, I guess I could do that. So I did. And so a light came on and I was like, oh, she's been doing that all along. Sometimes laws of operation are like that. You are not very far from it. You are doing kind of, but we're sloppy in our technique or we're not looking at things when Jesus is just saying, hey, 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 hang on just a second. Quit trying to do that. Just do it this way. What you choose to live with is what you live with. I've, uh, I had um, different things happen to me as far as medical, different things. And, and uh, I remember the doctor coming in and doctors have to report what they're supposed to report by law. They have to tell you what's what they find. That's what they do. So he gave me his report and he and it wasn't I mean, it wasn't cancer or anything like that, but it was just a something that I was in pain about. And it was going to be he said, it's going to be a while. It's just, you know, this isn't going to happen anytime overnight. And he left the room. She turned and looked at me and, and you know, she said, what do you want to do, baby? And I'm like, uh, trying to get my thoughts together, and she just said, what is God telling you to do? And I said, let's go to church. Let's get up. Let's go to church. And, you know, the doctor wanted me to stay in the hospital. That's, that was his, I want, I want you to stay overnight. <laughs> and I said, no, and it was on a Saturday night. And it was early Sunday morning. So she said, all right, we're going to leave. And we got up. We left. Went to church. Some of you met me. We were in the school. Met me at the lot. Looked like, uh-oh, something's wrong with pastor because I... I didn't look good, but you know what? My faith inside was intact. We got inside, and, I, and I, I'm, I'm telling you, I did what I'm, I'm going to teach you this morning, and within just that hour, I was, I was completely healed. And so what I'm telling you is this, this isn't because I'm pastor. This is because these laws cannot be changed. We can discover them, and you're, you know, we've talked about this over the last eight weeks. Some of it's going to be repetition. I can't change the law. I can discover it. Gravity, I don't have to believe it, but gravity works. I can't change it. I can jump off the building and find out how, how good it works. But I can supersede it by the law of lift. The doctor can tell you something. Th- those may be the facts. But again, in the kingdom, what God says can supersede some of that thing. But the laws always can be discovered but not changed. So here's our, uh, our, our first point today. And remember last week we kind of talked about this to the end. If you want to see the enemy coming, do you want to see him in a scope where you can see him two miles off, or do you want to do hand-to-hand combat? I'd rather see him two miles off, and I can plop him right where I need to two miles away before he gets up here, and i got to defend what everything that's dear to me right up close. So if I can do that, if I can stay in tune with God, then I can see things. Come on, somebody. You can see what God's going to reveal to you. 
and you can be able to keep things under under wraps. So here's our first point for this morning. Get God's plan on how to fight. So we need to get a revelation from God on the enemy's plans. Can I tell you that he knows what the enemy is planning? And and he has given you the authority. Uh, is thwart a word? Okay, there we go. There, see? There's my college coming out. Thwart. Sounds like I'm lisping, doesn't it? <laughs> People, God can help you thwart those plans. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> But you know what? I don't want to take a knife to a gunfight. If he can show me what the enemy's going to do, then I can fight accordingly. I can have the right equipment. I can have the right gear. I can get that coin out of the fish's mouth. I can bring those fish and loaves to Jesus. I can get and touch his garment. I can do whatever he says. I can roll a stone away. I can do whatever he says. I just have to be submitted to the kingdom, to God. I got to get his plan. I can attack hell with a squirt gun and win if he tells me to. So I want to know what I'm up against, know what I'm fighting. If the devil can get us off track, if he can get us uh, off focus, that's what he's going to do. He'll succeed in keeping you and keep your focus. How many are football fans? Unfortunately, I know there's Steeler fans in the building. And I know there's Seahawk fans. Stop that. Patriots. Okay. Cleveland Browns. Oh, I have some people. But if, if we're talking football and we're talking field goals, if you ever watch the field goal kicker lining up, what are the defensive guys doing on the other end? They're jumping up and down, waving. They're doing all kinds of things while the kicker and the holder are right there. Why are they doing that? They're trying to get the kicker or the holder or the snapper, whoever is in that link, to get their focus off their job. And if they can do that for a second, they're going to miss the kick and the ball's not going to go through the uprights and their job has been accomplished. That's kind of like what the enemy's doing. God's going to give you a plan. He's going to be over here trying to make all kinds of noise, all kinds of stuff, waving his hands, all kinds of theatrical stuff just to get you off focus. You need to know how to fight. Once you know that Jesus already paid for Whatever you're dealing with, maybe it's sin that you've gotten forgiven for and the enemy's nailing you with condemnation or whatever. Jesus already paid for that. You can stand up against it and fight and you're going to need the word to do that. It might be in the spirit. If you, you know, we need to be, if you have a prayer language, you need to pray in the spirit and God says you pray perfectly and he will give you answers. He'll download those into your spirit on things on what to do. Um, And we can do what Jesus did. Jesus spoke to it. He took authority. So you're going to have to do that. Brings us to our second point, which is basically what I just said. Speak to it. Remember, we talked about that the old covenant was a do covenant. This, the new covenant is a say covenant. You've got to talk. You've got to put action with your words, but you've got to speak. You have to say to the mountain. Sometimes, how many have found this out? You can say something, it doesn't happen right away. It doesn't always happen as soon as you say it. There's times that, you know, we had a, a tree in our one driveway that was deader than a doornail. Kim and I went over and just laid hands on the tree and spoke to the tree. I didn't see the tree change. This is kind of like the fig tree story. We didn't see the tree. But because Jesus did that to the fig tree, we thought, I don't want to cut this tree down. It looked good with all the other trees. There will be a gap. And within two weeks, that tree started putting green stuff back out. We were sitting on the porch watching it just change. 
you know, Brett, what are you trying to tell me? I'm telling you the moment we took authority, the moment all things, because he has provided for, and that was on our property, so it was under our dominion, under our authority, we were allowed to speak to that and able to do that, and we just believed it changed. And we didn't see it, but it was changing as we did that. Things were happening, and things were released as that happened. Now, the devil always wants to use your emotions to get you off the word of God. Because if you don't see it right away, then he starts doing, you know, your battle's right between your two ears, right? Because he's going to start hitting your mind. He's going to see it didn't work. Nothing's happening. Blah, 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 whatever. He's the guy over there going, hey, 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 quit using the word. Look at me. See, it's not working. He's the guy trying to distract you. He's always going to use the natural to give you off, get you off track, your, your five senses, because he works in those senses. You understand? So he's going to get, you know, if you don't see it, he's going to try to throw doubt. You know, whatever it is, I, I, I can't touch it. I won't believe it until I see it, or I'll believe it when it shows up. Again, watch what you say. This is the say covenant. So he's going to use your natural. So, but you are not tied to the natural. Your spirit is tied to the supernatural. So you're tied to God. And so you're not moved by what you see, what you hear, what you feel, your emotions. You're moved by what God says. You're moved by faith. Faith without works is what? Is dead. So you're moved by faith. Why? Because that's like your father is moved by faith. Jesus said, if you see me, you've seen the father. If I said it, I heard dad say it. You see me do this? Dad showed me that. Are we not to be like Christ? So what I'm saying is we start operating in the way Jesus did. Father, what do you want me to do? How do I pray about that? How do you want me to respond? I'm telling you, sometimes God's emotionally, physically, and in the natural, you're going to want to respond certain ways that you always have. That's truth. I mean, I don't, I don't care. You can be a great married couple, but all once in a while, you're going to have a spat. Happens. Kim and I have, have fought at different times, probably just like anybody. But I remember, I'm stubborn. And, and you know, sometimes, you ever have those times where you just like, you have to, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right. Don't you talk to me, woman, I'm right. And we were, we were sitting in the car, and we were having it out, talking loudly. <laughs> and I thought I was right, man, and she was saying this and and see she you know and but she had a point and i had a point and you know we kind of and i remember the lord just instantly and you know that still small voice and you have a chance now listen to me to operate in the authority given to you by god or to dismiss it it's your choice and so i remember him saying do you want to keep this going and i i just that was enough, and I turned around to her, and I just looked at her, and I said, you know what? You're right. I'm sorry. And it was as if the level was here. It immediately went to, and once she woke up, because she passed out for me saying that, I think. Everything was fine. What I'm saying is you have the choice to make, make those decisions, and it changed everything. Because then we began to just, you know, make up and say, you know what, I, I shouldn't have jumped to conclude, I shouldn't have said this, or whatever the case was. Obedience to follow God is a choice. Disobedience is a choice as well. By what we do or what we fail to do. So we have to make those choices. 
We cannot be moved by our emotions. Once, now listen to me, once demons leave one time due to your authority in Christ, they have to leave every time. Issue with this is nobody really talks about this because nobody wants, because it can get freaky. Nobody likes that. But honestly, we, you know, just in ministry, whether you're the pastor or whether you're a congregant, we put our, our pants on same one leg at a time. We all have the authority given to us by Christ. You can take authority over enemy, over the, the devil. You have the authority, but you have to exercise it. And once that is known, the enemy loses his foothold. So remember, all he wants is you. But he doesn't like you because you're like God. And he knows God's word works. The enemy knows that really well because he used to work with God. He got kicked out. So he already knows about God's word. What he doesn't know and what he wants to know or what he's hoping that you don't know God's word and believe it. That's what he's after. So when the word is sown, when the seed is sown, the enemy is after that word getting in and taking root in you because if it takes root in you, his party's over. If you understand that you have the authority, you can exercise it. You're the one that can do that. You can do, I mean, I've, just as a minister, I've been called to do all kinds of things. Brett, would you come over? We've got weird things going on in this house. We got, could you come in this room? There's, I, you know, we don't like it. Could you come over there? They're standing in the hall, clear back in the hall like this. I'm going in the room and they're like, oh my God. Oh my. So you just pray in the room and they're like, you know, is it going to leave? Well, yeah, it has to leave. Let's say that again. Listen to me. You have the authority. It's in your belief system. Yes, the room can be cleaned. But then again, I got to leave sooner or later and go back home. What you then do and choose to allow is up to you. The enemy doesn't want you to use the choice God has given you. The authority that he's given you. Once the enemy knows that you know, party's over. Then things stop. He, he can't because if you've taken authority, it's over. Turn to your neighbor and say, I know that. Good, good. See? Here's what happens. He, the enemy only responds to faith-filled words. He doesn't have to respond to unbelief. He responds to faith-filled words. He responds to the God anointing on what you say. The authority given to you, delegated to you by God, by Christ, when he said it's finished. I started looking this up. Did you know that Jesus never prayed to the Father about deliverance? You can't find one place where he prayed uh, about a demon being delivered. He just went and did it. He didn't say, Father, I'm I'm about to go and encounter these demons. I need you to... I mean, it's not recorded. Maybe in his, in his quiet time, I don't know, but I'm just saying he didn't have to because he already understood who he was. He already knew who his authority was. He already knew how it operated. So he just came and was just like, get out. And they were just like, you know, they came to him and said, don't tell us to go into the pigs. He didn't, you know, he just, your party's over, Go. And I've got 9.52, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to this third point, and then we'll finish it next week, okay? <laughs> Here comes number three. You have got the keys. If the door's locked, you've got the keys to open it. 
If you need to do something, you have the keys. If you're praying about an answer, you have the keys. God can download the answer to you. Here's the difference. This is what I find as I'm as just as a pastor and I've been doing this for a little while. Sometimes as and I used to do this before. I don't do it anymore. There's wisdom in the council many, so it's okay to get wisdom. I get it. But sometimes we are, Lord, if, if that's what you want me to do, let all the sparrows spell my name out in the sky. Let six people come up to me today. One of them give me a milkshake and the other, you know, or what? I mean, make, you know, I mean, I'm just saying if God already gives you the answer, just do it. Just do it. I mean, there's going to be times that you just have to do it. You don't have time to sit there. If someone were to break in your house, are you going to just get on your knees? And, and I'm not saying that's going to happen. I believe that won't. But I'm saying, are you going to get on your knees and say, oh, God, please don't let them get to the kids. Just just let them get whatever they want and get out. I, I, I think every man in here would be like, uh, no, I'm going to help them find the door while my wife calls the police. I mean, there's going to be something that has to rise up in you. Are you tired of saying, you know what, God, I, I need to walk in this authority. I need to see things. I'm, I'm tired of that. I'm telling you, listen, my friends, these laws of operation are incredible. I've sat there and Kim and I have, we've been where you have been and, and probably been there many times. Father, we've got our kids today. And I mean, we went to Amish country just to get away, just to get away. That's exciting. What are you going to do in Amish country but look at stuff? You know, you're just going to look at like antiques and and there's good places to eat. And then we took the kids there and found out this. They want to eat, too. Doggone those kids. And we didn't have any money. I mean, we just we just were believing God to have gas to get there just to get out of Dodge for a while. And I remember as God is my witness, my wife can tell you, my kids can tell you, Mal's up here. She could probably tell you that's exactly how I, I was like, dear God, I got out of the car and Kim looked at me, squeezed my hand. She goes, honey, it's lunchtime. The kids are hungry. And I'm like, oh, I know. And I got out. I mean, got tears in my eyes. Don't know what I'm going to do. I don't tell the kids that, you know, you don't go up to your kids and go, we got nothing. You're going to do that. People walking everywhere. I looked up and I, this is what I said. I said, God, I love you. You know, I said something like, we've, you know, we, we got $10, God. I mean, God, $10. I could get them something to eat. I don't even have to eat. Just $10. I get the kids something to eat. And I, true story. Look down. There was a $10 bill laying five feet from me on the floor, on the blacktop. And people were walking over it. I'm like, you. you so, I mean, you know, and here's the thing. This is that fish story. Remember the coin? If I, if I don't act right away, somebody's going to find that $10 because, you know, I mean, you can see it, but they're not looking. I mean, I don't know if God's got them. Look at those birds. Hey, look at those over there. Those are nice. But there's that. So I just went, man, I scooped it up, and I'm like, yes. I turned around to Kim. I go, we got 10 bucks. And I immediately this thought, thought I should have prayed for more. Should have prayed for more. We gave our tithe off that, and we went and took these kids. And in Amish country, thank God they give you, they just keep bringing bread and that peanut butter you can squirt on. Eat up, kids. Have another piece. And Zach's over there, I don't want no more peanut butter. Shut up, boy, eat. We got French fries and said, we're splitting them. We'll all take waters to drink, thank you. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, we were learning how the kingdom operates. 
how we can take authority in different things. And, and, you know, again, about your belief system. We've got the keys. If I gave the keys to my car for some, to someone and said, here, take care of that. And then say, uh, Ron, and back in sound, he comes up and says, Brett, we need you to move your car. I don't have the keys. I gave them to Gibby. Well, that would be really silly for me in one way. <laughs> Where's Gibby? I don't know. <laughs> we saw some hairy guy flying down the freeway. We don't know where he's at. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, you're going to turn my mic off. <laughs> anyway, I would, if they came to me, I'd say, I can't move my car. I gave my keys. Go find them. They'll move the car. You see what I'm saying? If we really give things to God, then we have to give it to God. I, can't, I don't have to beg. You can beg me to move my car. I don't have the keys. I can't do it. I gave somebody else authority to do that. So anyway, Brett... What are you saying? I'm saying we need, to, we need to connect these dots. When they gave me the keys to this building, I didn't have to say, can I please go in today? Can I go in today? Can we start having church in here today? He'd say, you know, what's the matter with you? You have the keys. Go unlock the building and go have church. Because we already had the authority. I had already been given the keys. Same as it is in the kingdom. God has given you authority. Sometimes we just walk in life the way we are because we've been convinced by the enemy that it just isn't going to happen for us it can't happen for us because it's never happened for us this is what we've always known my dad was this way his dad was this way it's going to be like this with me or this is all i've grown up with this is my belief system we talked in the first weeks we've went all over this it's what we confess with our mouth believe in our heart and do not doubt do we really believe god's word do we really believe that he's saying uh, what he's saying and we believe that and we can walk under that so if if that's the case i don't have to beg god for anything the laws of the kingdom operate just as sure as the laws on the earth operate we just have to tap into them it comes down to our belief system what do you believe what do you believe? I, i'm going to tell you right now just to tell you next week what we're going to talk about we're going to talk about faith we're going to talk about not just your faith but about your friend's faith or those that you hang out with and how faith can operate in some of that as well. We're going to talk about the choices that we make. And how they work. Because the next one, it's, it's just really starts dealing with faith. What I'm asking you this morning, and I know, you know some of it's tedious, but I can't get through it all in the time allotted. And I don't want to just rush through it. You, you know, if you go to the version, you can see the notes. You can see kind of about where I'm going. Uh, and then I'll explain it a little next week. But we'll finish this kingdom series probably up next week. Um, and we've covered most all the bases enough for that to operate. And again, we're having people come in and say, wow, this is working. But also some questions can be answered. If it's not working, why? Don't you wonder that? If it's not working, why? And I, you know, and I, I'm just going to, you know, as I'm trying to tell you, and as I'm trying to, to it, it sounds superficial or it sounds like it you know doesn't make sense or should it make sense or whatever the case is i i don't know but it works i had a i had a car and and uh i felt the lord tell me to you know we were going to sell it i didn't know anything on it it was an oldsmobile bravada had heated seats it was leather interiors really nice no rust real nice car and uh the boys were in their bedroom but it was a garage at the time and it looked like a garage and we would promise them we were going to redo the bedroom in the house and i was going to use the money from the car to do that i was going to tithe off of it and do that (laughs) and so the car was worth you know 
quite a bit of money, and so we sold it. And I no sooner sold it, and I felt the Lord say, I want you to give the money. I'm like, I don't want to give the money, Lord. I've already told these kids, hey, you know, we're going to... And I, I didn't hear anything. God doesn't have to explain everything or doesn't like to. Re- I don't think he likes to repeat it over and over again just because I'm stubborn. So he didn't say anything. And I said, Lord, and he said again, I said, I want you to give the money. So I went to my wife and said, you know, I don't feel we're supposed to use the money to redo the room. I think we're supposed to give it. And, you know, I'm kind of wanting her to back me up and say, no, no, we're going to give the money to redo the room. Maybe that's what he means. She said, no, then let's give it. Sometimes doing those kind of things aren't easy because you have my, I have my own preconceived idea of why that money was to come in. We were going to use it for this, and we were going to use it for holiday, for Christmas money. How many like to have money to be able to buy stuff for Christmas? We live in a culture, we, you know, and I, I like giving things. But, so then it puts us in a whole other faith realm of, okay, now we have to believe for the money for Christmas and the money now to redo the room. Can I tell you that the room is completely redone? We don't owe anything on it. And that year we had a great Christmas. We did what the Lord said. And although I didn't see the answer when I sowed the money. But her and I agreed. Father, I don't know. You know, but it's not mine. I am just a steward over it. So I sowed it. It wasn't too awful long after that. Someone showed up at our door. True story. Knocked on the door. Yeah. Well, we came here and they, they uh, attended the church. We didn't tell them what we did. We didn't tell them anything. They don't know anything. Um, said we were supposed to, and I don't know if this makes any sense, but I don't know. This keeps coming to both of us. We're supposed to give you Christmas money here and handed us a check for $1,200. Man, my eyes started walling up with tears. I'm like, oh, and they were just like, I hope that means something to you. And we were like, yes, it does. You know, but again, I I should have been, you know, I know it's coming, but I didn't, I just didn't know how and when. And I was so excited. I remember telling Kim, look, look what God just did. We were able to tithe off that and go out and, and have a great Christmas and be able to be generous to many people. I just, I, I know that sounds, and I'm not trying to talk about money, but I'm, what I'm telling you is, Kingdom living is is amazing. When we do things God's way, all things are covered. Not all things that I, on my agenda, but on his agenda that he wants me to do. Does that make sense? Turn to your neighbor and say amen to that. Bow your head, please.